And here in a little bit, we've got uh, Ian Rappaport, the, uh, you know him from NFL Network, their top information man. But first, we talk tennis, and we do it with Michael Woodson, Baylor's uh, head men's coach. I'm ready to take that interim tag off, uh, but we may just do that right now in this interview. Coach Woodson, uh, congratulations. Another. We never get tired of these things. You know, the, the women do it like every year in basketball. You guys have had a long run of success in tennis. It never gets old, though. Uh, 14th, 14th Big 12 title for men's tennis. Congratulations, sir. I appreciate it. Super proud of the guys, and, and you're right. It never gets old. Yeah, and uh, what an interesting time. The Big 12 is really stacked. You guys are, I think, ranked in there at number three. You go up there to Fort Worth, take care of TCU. But uh, between TCU, Baylor, Texas, I mean, Michael, you've seen this thing stacked up before, and I don't know if this is due to the COVID or whatever has happened. Is this about, in terms of parity, is this about as close as you can remember it? Obviously, there was a three-way tie, so it's close. But I'm talking about just talent level across the conference. Is this about as sort of close as you ever remember it? I, I do. I believe it's, it, you know, it's one of the strong, I mean, to me, it's the strongest conference in the country. You know, you can look at the rankings, but also just because there, there's no match off, um, you know, though we, uh, we were all able to get through Oklahoma, Oklahoma state and Texas tech in the regular season. I mean, those teams are all ranked in the top 25. Uh, and so, you know, it's, they're difficult places to play and, and really every match is a, is a battle. Uh, and so you have to be ready to go. And, and with the extra year of eligibility, a lot of, of graduate transfers and, and older guys on teams, I just feel like the quality of the tennis is, is so high this year, you know, across the country, especially in the Big 12. All right. And, uh, and, and boy, your, your team uh, has a lot of great personalities. Um, I, Franson comes to mind. Soto, I'm, a, I'm inspired. He's got, like, quotes. I was looking at this on social media. Matthias Soto, uh, and, and I mean these these you've got some really inspirational uh, players. What 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 came? Let's talk about this title though. What about this team stands out to you, Michael? Each team takes on its own personality. Um, you know, you, you had the opportunity to have some folks come back. I mean, the COVID really created some interesting opportunities. You were playing great when y'all had to pause. What 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 stands out about this particular team? Yeah, I, I think, you know, for us, it's, it's about the, the older guys that have come in uh, along with the, the older guys that have returned on our team and just the, the maturity, um, you know, the professionalism, the leadership that we have uh, with this group. You know, it's a lot of, like you said, it's a lot of different personalities, but it's a very inspirational group, and they've come together, uh, you know, and, and credit to them to, to achieve these amazing goals. And it's been, a, it's been a strange year, and obviously we're all in different roles and, um, you know, with, with COVID and then with the coaching change, I, I think these guys could have, uh, you know, thrown up their hands and, and made a lot of excuses, but they all, you know, they've all come in with great attitudes and, and worked together, you know, to accomplish something uh, that's, you know, for, for something bigger than themselves, which I'm really impressed by. And, uh, you know, for the staff and everybody that's around these guys day in and day out, it's truly inspirational for us. And uh, it's just an amazing group. So we're, we're enjoying every day. Talking to Michael Woodson, coach of the uh, men's tennis program, just won the Big 12. Michael, do you feel like we should at Baylor just hire guys that come from Valpo, any sort of Valpo background? Is that really the way we should go after seeing uh, Scott Drew and the Bears win a national title? 
I mean, anytime you can compare me to a Drew, I'll take it as a, a huge compliment. <laughs> Uh, you know, I have a great relationship with with Homer and and his and his boys. Obviously, Scott, uh, you know, was a was a tennis player growing up himself. Bryce was also a good tennis player. So, uh, you know, I think that the, the Valpo tennis connection is strong. Um, you know, but uh, certainly appreciative of, of the comparison. And and you know, Valpo will always hold a special place in our hearts. So, um, you know, super happy to be here at Baylor, and and it is pretty cool that that what they were able to accomplish. All right, uh, talking to Michael Woodson, uh, and uh, that is cool. The, the parade and everything was 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 so much fun. Let's talk about some of your players, though. Soto, highly ranked guys. Your guys have some. I mean, it seems like doubles. Y'all, your guys just have a, a great chemistry together and all. But w- when you kind of assess the strengths of of your team, I mean, Franson is a guy. When I kind of look, he stands out a lot. Who who are the where does the the vocal leadership come from on this team? Who are the guys that everybody you know during a match at that key moment when you needed to turn in your favor? Who is who is there? Is there one or two particular players that stand above the rest? I think Connie and uh, Connie Fronson and Finn Bass really lead the energy uh, on the court in the doubles. Um, you know, they're they're not. Uh, you know, there's a lot of obviously every guy on the court can can really play, but those are our vocal leaders. Um, you know, when it comes to the doubles point, and then when we get into singles, honestly, um, you know, it, it moves around um, depending you know on the match. But I, I would say everybody kind of looks to Adrian Boyton as as the the leader of this team. Um, you know, both playing in the number one spot, but also with his energy. Um, you know, and and his uh, kind of vocal ability out there. You know, I mean, he really draws a lot of attention. Uh, you know, and, and Ryan Dickerson. I mean, has been an amazing leader for us. You know, our team goes as, as his energy goes, and we have a lot of guys that don't necessarily make a ton of noise, uh, and they just put their heads down and play. Uh, you know, and, and those would be the older guys in uh, Spencer, Charlie, and Nick uh, at, at kind of in the middle to the bottom of the lineup. I mean, those are guys that they don't necessarily say a lot, but, uh, you know, they they do a lot of talking with their with their game. Years ago, I would go down there to the Baylor's uh, Tennis Center, the Herd uh, Tennis Center, and see some of these things. And I was I was always blown away, uh, Michael, by some of the energy. Like I remember a Texas A&M match against somebody back in 2000, whatever, 99, 2000, somewhere around then. And, and there are individual players who just pump up the crowd and like almost feed off the crowd. And it's just funny because tennis, a game we're all trained to be so quiet, can take on kind of a life of its own when, when, when people are sort of feeding off the players and that kind of thing. Tell us what we can uh, – what, what kind of crowd uh, can we have at uh, it's Sunday 4 o'clock. Uh, 4 o'clock is when that uh, uh, the Big 12 tournament gets going there at the Herd Center. What, uh, what percentage crowd can show up out there? Because I know it's always fun when you, get the, uh, when you get the crowd behind you, especially when you're hosting this thing. Of course, no. We're we're super excited to host uh, this year, and and I know a lot of a lot of hard work's gone into to preparing everything and and giving us an opportunity to compete in a safe safe manner. So a lot of credit to to Baylor and our administration, the Big Twelve, for for doing this. So we're going to play Sunday at four uh, against the winner of TCU in Oklahoma. So it's going to be a heck of a match, uh, you know. And, and outside, it's fifty percent capacity. 
so, you know, we're, we're really expecting a great crowd on, on Sunday. The weather should be fantastic, and it's going to be a really, really good match. Uh, so our guys are, you know, always fired up to play outside at home and uh, to really get a good crowd out here. I think it'll, it'll be special. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you can make a difference. As a crowd, you can make a difference uh, in the matches, and the guys really feed off of that energy. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far ahead, but remind me where's the final four this year? I'm all. I'm already dreaming a little the, bit about this. The final <laughs> is in Orlando this okay. year. Okay. All right. So we plan our Disney World trips around that. Uh, talking to uh, Michael Woodson, Baylor men's tennis coach, uh, on the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox. Stephen, go ahead. Coach, I know your team has been battle tested. You talked about the Big Twelve being stacked. I mean. Does the mentality change at all when tournament play and postseason play get started? Do you try to keep things as normal as possible? How do you kind of balance um, making sure that the guys are relaxed and play well, but also understanding the, the magnitude of the, of the matches coming up? Yeah, I think for us, we're, we've played, we've been fortunate enough to play in some really big matches. I mean, Sunday was, was one of them, obviously making it to the finals, the national indoors. We played several really important matches there and with a kind of losing go home mentality uh, you know, that, that always helps us. But for us, we're just trying to play with a lot of gratitude for the opportunity to be together and to have an opportunity to compete with, you know, so much going on around, around the world right now. And, and so many, you know, if they were a lot of these guys, if they were at home, they wouldn't be able to play. Uh, and so we're, we're making the most of, of every single match and, and trying to enjoy it, you know, playing courageous, you know, being proactive out there, going for it. And, um, you know, we'll just kind of live with the result. Uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, it, we try to make it business as usual, try to remain, you know, very developmental in the process and uh, just enjoy it when we do go out there and compete together. Michael, did you, did you have to um, change your – I mean, you don't want to change who you are. These kids will pick up on that quickly. But uh, when you became the uh, head coach um, and had to take over and get kind of a strange how that all went down, um, did, did you have to change your approach? Are you a lot more vocal or are you uh, – you know, how, how much did you have to kind of change – the way you went about your business because obviously there had to be changes because you're the head man, you're making all the choices and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, certainly am, am more vocal now. I have to, you know, uh, address the team in, in a different role right now. And I think we all shift into, into slightly different positions, but very much want to remain who I am as, as a person, as a leader, as a coach, as a mentor, uh, you know, and, and so I've, I've tried to be who I am, um, you know, every single day and, and kind of live with that and, and then grow, grow into the position. Um, you know, I've had some opportunities in the past to kind of be in this situation, um, you know, for, for short term and, uh, you know, for, for little moments and, so, you know, I've kind of been preparing myself for this for, for years now, um, you know, and, and now just kind of living it out. And, uh, you know, the guys have, have handled it so well with, with great maturity and, and positivity and obviously surrounded by an incredible staff that has lifted me up. So, um, you know, with the people that we have around, it, it makes my job really easy. Michael, can you, you're still a, a really young guy. You're like 30 or 31 years old. Can you, could you go out and beat one of your players? I know you're capable of hitting with them, but you had a nice college career. Are you on on the right day? Could you still kind of amp it up and take one of your guys down? Do they ever challenge you, or do you try to stay out of that? Uh, you try to stay uh, off the court. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to mix it up with the, with the guys. Um, you know, they uh, fortunately for me, I, my staff is way way better than I am at tennis. 
Uh, and so, you know, with, with our assistant, Isaac Vondermerva was top 100 in the world, and, and he can absolutely go out there and take some guys down. And, and George Goldhoff being, you know, a standout top player for Texas, uh, not, you know, just a few years ago. Uh, those guys are the ones that hit hit day in and day out. And, and so I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate for our guys, but I don't play as much anymore. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, it's fun for me to go out and hit, but I'm certainly not going to expose myself to what's going on out there right now. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're 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 very excited for you, uh, and uh, I, you know I've been known to bandwagon things. If you guys, uh, as you keep advancing, uh, you know I'll I'll be I'll be kind of you know trying to jump on the bandwagon. But we've really enjoyed kind of watching your progress all season. So, coach, thanks. Uh, uh, congratulations on the Big Twelve title and uh, continued success, sir. We really appreciate. It. Thank you for the coverage, and we appreciate the support as always.